Welcome back to Notable. I'm Tom Delore. I'm Grandpa Matier. I'm Amir Bankson. I'm Hannah Stark. And I'm back this week. And Welcome back. <laughs> thank Welcome you. back, Tom. Uh, and so this week we have our new release episode, which we do every other week. And we have a lot of music to talk about. Our Notable playlist um, on Spotify had like over 15 hours worth. I think I remember our last like high point was like 12 hours plus, and this one has three more hours on top of that. <laughs> and this wasn't even everything. This is just the stuff that we found was somewhat notable. Um, but before we get into all those new releases, uh, we're going to talk about some news. And to do that, I'm going to toss it over to Grant. All right. So our first bit of news here is Tom's girl Normani has signed a record deal with Keep Cool slash RCA Records. Um... As you know, she's from the female group Fifth Harmony that just sadly They're took done. their separate ways. <laughs> no harmony now. No harmony. However, uh, it looks like uh, they're all pretty much enjoying success. Uh, yeah. So I added on to that was that um, so we have there's there's five original members and four of them have deals at the moment. The only one that doesn't is Dinah Jane, I believe. I think I have it on there. I didn't know she was a... Okay, yeah. Anyway, She's one of them. <laughs> Everyone else has had, like, other collabs, which I wasn't even really aware of, uh, other than Normani. Like, Normani and Camila are, like, the big two, obviously. And Kalani? Is Kalani? No. Oh, she, Kalani's not? She was in... Um, she was in... Actually, this is I'm sorry, I get it confused. She was in a group called, like... <sighs> but she was in a group. She was in a group called, like, Pop Mix or, or Sugar Pop or so, something like that. Okay. And so I was actually reading about her the other day. And this is a sidebar, but she was on, like, America's Got Talent or something with her group. And then, like, at some point, all the judges were like, just by the way, Kalani, you are way more talented than everyone else in your group. <laughs> she's like, all right, bye. And now she's who she is now. Okay. Huge. Yeah. But no, she isn't. I it's like Normani and Camila are the two big ones. And then, like, Lauren, is, I think, has the most work after that. Um, and Allie has a little bit of stuff. And then um, Dinah is not really doing a whole lot. So I, I'd be interested to see how successful they are. Um, I mean, Normani had that song with Khalid for um, Love, Simon. Love, Simon. Yeah, the uh, Love Lies. Yeah, and that was kind of, that was somewhat of a hit. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if their careers take off anywhere near to the degree that Camila's has. I feel yeah. like that happens so often with, like, girl groups and guy groups that there's either one or two people who are, like, majorly more talented or successful and it is really entertaining to see where the other people go because it's usually not too as as good of places. It's usually not two people either that are talented. It's usually like it that really one is just one. Like a Timberlake I was saying or, two to be generous, yeah. but it really is just, yeah. just one usually. And another interesting thing about that was not necessarily related to that news, but there was also an article that I saw that said uh, Normani had commented that since Camila officially like left the group, she's had like no contact with any of them. She like cut ties entirely. So she was not just done music. I was like, wow. done as a friend. Well, I, I guess. Like, I thought there was already beef anyway. Like you could watch in their little interviews, like that one video that came out where no one would give her a high five ever in anything. Give who? Camila. Camila. Yeah. Like you never seen that video when like. I don't think I have either. Oh, it's like a it's like a good maybe like two minutes and like it shows like a whole bunch of interviews and like. Every time, like, the group do something, like, they, like, high-five each other, and then they go for her, and then they come to her, and she just be like... <laughs> <laughs> like, that maybe, was basically maybe, it. Maybe they were jealous, because they, uh, as of 
what we've seen so far, they are all considerably less talented than she is. Well, they, well, she's also had like the edge for a little bit. It's like yeah. who? It's usually you want to be the first one to really leave the group. Yeah. If you're like the talented enough, like you don't want to be like the second person because that yeah. first person like gets that long time to breathe. I would have been gone as soon as she would have left. I'd be like, all right, well, bye. If I was Normani and been like, you guys could just be four harmony. Without me. Yeah. Or no, three harmony. Wouldn't it be three people left? It'd be at the end. It'd be third harmony. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they could have did that. This has less of a ring to it. I mean, it's, it's still a harmony. Instead of having <laughs> no harmony, like, now I have nothing. Yeah, I guess. They don't even have a group. I don't know what they're It's kind of interesting do. about that, um, this kind of a sidebar too, is that like normally in these groups, um, like one person leaves and they're the most talented most of the time. Yeah. But then you look at groups like Panic at the Disco, where the one super talented one is the only one left. Yeah, like Which Brendan Urie is like yeah, the only like guy left there. Everybody yeah. left to either pursue other stuff musically or just quit or whatever, but he's the only one left. And also, he's the one that everybody knows, like, <laughs> <Anyways>. wide stream, <laughs> and he's, like, the one that was generally seen as the one having, like, this incredible talent. The, uh, the, band, the, the band that Dallin Weeks started. Young um, Bands? Huh? Is that Young? Wait. Who's that? Who's that? Dallin Weeks was um, the last member to leave Panic! The Disco. Sort of, kind of, technically. He was. He hasn't been in the band for a couple years, but he did go on tour with Brendan for his past couple. Like, I saw Panic! The Disco on their Death of a Bachelor tour, and Dallin was with him to, um, to play with him on stage, even though he wasn't technically mm-hmm. calling himself part of a group. But Dallin um, has officially left. Like, he's not even going to tour with him anymore. What's and his he, group? Um, I couldn't tell you. I follow him on Instagram, so I see him post a lot about it. But he did he did start his own band, and it does seem like they're at least mildly successful. Hmm. I think it's like I think it's more um, indie pop than it is like. It's not. It, do rock. You know, is it, does the Young Veins ring a bell? No, I'm not sure. I know one of them. Anyway, I just I just felt like putting out there that I know because yeah, the other members didn't really do anything. Ryan Ryan Ross just went off to be Ryan Ross, I think, to be honest. And then the other dude, forgive me for not Oh, yeah, Ryan Ross name. is the one that left to join the Young Veins. That's the band that I'm familiar with. Oh, okay. It's kind of like a very soft rock. Dallin Weeks is, is, um, is fairly new because he just g- dropped out of Panic! at the Disco not too long ago. Well, that's what happened to Fun, by the way, too. Yeah, didn't Jack Antonoff just like, I'm going to go make bleachers. And then, uh, yeah, he had been working on super successful. I mean, he was already like a songwriter at that time with other people, right? Yes, but he also had been working on Bleacher stuff while in Fun still. Is Fun even the thing still? Yeah, they are technically they aren't broken up. They're just on hiatus, which I mean, a lot of groups are, but it's a long hiatus. That's not just a hiatus. It's one of those where we're gone, but like you know, we might meet up and jam together one time. A reunion tour is imminent. It's possible. (laughs) Or Guns N' Roses for a little period. Yeah, where Axel was. It, everyone else is like, he sucks, mate. I'm gone. <laughs> and, then, and then he was it until they were like, yeah, we'll do one reunion tour. And then they're back together. Huh. Back in the saddle again, but that's not them, I think. Anyways, I think we spent enough time on yeah. groups, yes. but we should talk <laughs> more about groups in general on a different episode. I think Absolutely. make for an awesome episode. Uh, next piece of news is Cardi B related. She's taken over the world. In a matter of three days. Until Thursday. Until Thursday. Until Nikki Nikki drops. drops. But we'll get into that. Uh, So Cardi drops her album on Friday. Or, yeah, Friday. uh, Invasion of Privacy. 
She hits up all the late night stuff, uh, appears on SNL on Saturday night, and confirms that she is pregnant with Offset's child. Yeah, which is like the worst kept secret in all of <laughs> yeah, music. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the stuff about the announcement. I was like, I thought we already knew yeah, that. Yeah, TMZ dropped it like a month ago. Yeah. And then for the longest, she was hiding it because, you know, just because. Because the label didn't want people to freaking out. And then she was like, I'm on SNL. I can, like, let people know now in a, you know, a cool fashion while performing that I mean, hit record. Yeah, I was going to say, it was it, it was really cool looking. Like, yeah. it's a cool way to confirm yeah, it. great dress. So, we'll get into Cardi later when we're talking about her album. Uh, Coachella is coming up this weekend. I don't know if you guys watch the streams at all. I don't. I might for Beyonce. Oh, that's right. She's performing. Cardi's performing, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the streams start this weekend if you want to watch it. I think they're usually, like, all over YouTube. Um, and then there's two weekends. So this upcoming weekend and then the weekend after is going to be a bunch of performances. By Who's leading this one this weekend? Um, it's a good question. Is it, I this is the Beyonce one. I think right no. now with people that are getting streamed are Beyonce, St. Okay. Vincent, Tyler, the creator of The Weeknd, Migos, uh, The War on Drugs, Brockhampton, and more. That's, so. that's a solid lineup. You have to see, get on the YouTube page yeah. and see. Well, I'll check it out, maybe. Kind of how I feel. Yeah. Uh, and then the last bit I have here uh, is a new Chance album coming soon. I don't want it. I added that on there specifically because I saw that's it and I was like, funny. I can't wait to show this to Amir. No, okay, I'll tell you why. I know no. he's going to be mad about it. I'll tell you why. <laughs> like, okay, I want it, but at the same time, I'm not sure. But do you see the details? No. It's probably going to be a collab album. With not with Jeffrey. Or sorry, he's going by sex now. Who? Young Thug, Young right? Thug? He goes by sex. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's okay. When name. you think real highly of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He went from Young Thug to Jeffrey, and now he said, call me sex. So he might... Because, you know, people have that phrase where when something is, like, really cool, I don't use it because I think that it's just weird, but people will be like, oh, that's sex. Yeah. I've literally never heard that one time. I haven't either. Or people will post a picture of something that's like aesthetic and they'll be like sexy, even though it has nothing to do with sex at all. Okay. I vaguely know what you're talking about. Yeah, or it's just something that looks good and they'll use that. So maybe that's what he was getting at with that. I don't think this is coming out until next year because Young Thug said that, or whatever he's going by, he said he's not putting out an album at all this year because he. The reason he's not putting out an album is because his brother, I think. I think he said his brother's deaf or something like that, and he wants to do a whole year like a like a deaf person. Oh, okay. And that means I guess he said not putting out music. I don't think. Well, I don't that, understand how those are connected. I don't okay. either. But I'm just telling you what Jeffrey said. Who was the other person on there that he said he might want to collab with? Oh, uh, uh, Francis and the Lights and the I have no idea. Jam- Gambino. 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 They've been threatening us with that for a while. Your main complaint about Chance is that he won't put out another album. And no. then he goes, I'm going to put out another album. And you're like, I don't want it. I changed my, no, my reason why, my one problem with Chance I just is, hate Chance the Rapper now. No, yeah, I, I like so. Chance, but my problem with Chance now is not even the music thing. It's like him, it goes into He's the Cardi B Dickie. album. No, it's not. It goes with the Cardi B album, which we're going to get to later. But I'll just say now, how are you going to have an album talking about some, like, you know, gangsta stuff, and then Chance comes through with a Bible verse. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear, like, happy. Every time Chance comes on a song, it's always 
It's Excitement. a good, I think it's a good contrast. He just it's loves his, stick, his church. I okay. I don't care if he likes life right now. Like it doesn't fit the song. <laughs> He's living don't his like, best life. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, as soon as I hear it, it'll be like an amazing song. As soon as I hear, I'm like, ah. <laughs> here comes the happiness. Here comes him like. I'm riding on my candy Wait, bar. Wait, so you're saying you'd want to... You just wanna... don't like his happiness? That's what I'm getting. Yeah. So are you saying you'd want him to drop like an album where he's like hard? No, I'll listen to a, I'll listen to a Chance to Rapper album, but I, I don't want to collab with Chance anymore. Like, let him be on his own. Okay. I want no more collabs. What, unless it's a happy song. Oh, you song. mean like a collab entirely, not like yes. collabs in like general. Like, no song, no collaborations with Chance to Rapper. Like, let him live. <laughs> let him do his music. No, it takes two to make a song. If that, in that case, so he has to be like all about it too. Yeah. It's, okay. I, get I don't that. want. I don't want. Like I don't want to hear ASAP Rocky is, comes out with a song and then Chance jumps on it and it's happy. But ASAP Rocky is Rocky overwhelmingly just happy. Someone. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I see what you're saying. It's like I listen to his album. Like I'm hyped for an album. Yeah. Because it's gonna be all happy, and you sometimes you need that, mm-hmm. but you don't need that on the song where it's not. Jay Electronica dropped it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But you don't, need, you don't need that on a song where it's like, you know, I'm talking about, like, I just stabbed a person, pass it <laughs> off, Chance comes in, and then I called the cops for happiness. Everything's <laughs> good. Like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I just want, I want none of that. But I hope he does it. I mean, I'm rooting for him, I guess. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I understand what you're saying. I don't really want to hear him on, like, I guess harder stuff either because now that you bring it up, it, it does kind of not make sense on the song that he's on with Cardi just because her raps in it are really hard. But like <laughs> when I'm listening to just him or him on a happy song, he's just so pure. It brings me joy. He is either always talking about his church or his grandmama or it's... or how he's never sold anything he has to be ashamed of. He's just out here in his button-ups, smiling, and he's just happy. In a free hat. I can't yeah. wait till he's... the first Chance scandal drops. It's coming. I you know, know it's coming. Don't ruin it for him. He's me. either getting into a beef or something else is going to happen. Who would beef with Chance? Exactly. That's everyone's question. But some... He's too My happy. My question was, who would beef with Logic? And then someone beef with Logic, or someone wanted beef with Logic. Okay. But Logic's like... Hey, dude, positivity. Here's some bars, but positivity, dude. You got to admit, though, like, Logic is a positive force, but he's not as overwhelmingly positive as Chance. Chance Chance is is like... Let's talk about the real positive rapper, Kyle. (laughs) Unbeefable. Well, then they should beef with each other to find out who's the most positive They're just, like, trying to out-compliment each other. (laughs) Who's the most positive person? I would listen to I like that new adjective, though. Unbeefable. 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 <laughs> Unbeefable. I'm telling you, it's gonna come soon. I don't want none of that. <laughs> All right. Well, with that. Do you want to get into new releases? Sure. Yes. So guess what? Yeah. Drake dropped another song. He couldn't even let Cardi get one night. Nope. No. He he literally didn't. Like he said, I'm dropping at twelve. Then eleven thirty came, and he was like, Ah, I'll change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. And then nice for, and the video too. He gave you visuals with it. Wow. Yeah. So what do you guys think of nice for what? Um, I kind of liked it. I felt like the it, it was a little bit faster tempo. Um, the beat was, and I usually expect with like Drake. Um, yeah. but I didn't actually hate it. And then he has that like change up where I I felt like it was about to go real hard like two minutes in, mm-hmm. and then just like continues. And I was like, dang, he could have just went like ham ham on it. But then I, he also had the. Uh, 
like the electronic vocal stutter at the end too. And it was kind of like felt really different to me for a Drake For a Drake track. song, yeah. And I, I kind of liked it, but I also don't, I'm not like a Drake stan or anything. So I kind of want to know what you guys thought about it being different. This ain't, this ain't, for me, it wasn't different. It was just like, he's in a Miami region right now. So this is Miami Drake. <laughs> this is no oh this is God, Miami you're Drake. Right. This you is said Mi- this. Yes. You he's said in this Miami yes, region, last week. And this is and even, then it happened. He even took what's her name? Uh, oh my god. I mean, uh, Big Frida, who I think I'm not for sure if she's like that's the sample you hear at the start of the song and that the and that the middle part where it's like uh these girls or no these Oh, and then blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> so your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, the big freedom sample. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a huge in Miami. So like he's in Florida Drake mode right now. Uh, so <laughs> I was expecting something like this. And plus this, he had to come up with something that was like the antithesis or whatever the, what the cool word is to God's plan. Like this was the girl's version of God's plan. Like I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. You got to be nice to these guys for what? It's literally just like he gave you something. He gave something that the girls could dance to all summer. I hear you. That was the plan. He's four for four. I'll give him that. Or five for five on songs, I'll say. Hasn't been a real trash song he's put out or he's jumped on. You just said you didn't like Lemon, though. That's... That doesn't count. I don't even think that's him on there. I think that's somebody what? else pretend to be him. <laughs> An imposter <laughs> Drake. Imposter Drake, but on top of all the other Drakes there apparently are, there is also <laughs> Imposter Drake. Yes. Like he's in my Which end. Drake are you? <laughs> you know, I wanna speak uh the production on this track is by Murder Beats uh and Alan Ritter, but I'm really surprised Murder Beats made something like this. Really? Yeah. He yeah, he's, he spun like the Lauren Hill. This doesn't shock me. Oh, he, Really? No. No? Mur- if you like see, Murder Beats will literally make a beat out of it. Like, he showed that he can make a beat out of anything. Like, he, there was a video where he was just in his, like, studio, and he had, like, this light was making a noise, and he's like, that's dope. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> made a beat out of it that was pretty good. So, I'm, this doesn't really shock me. Maybe I don't know about him enough, then. I want to see, I want to hear a Murder Beats album with Drake. 40 could rest for a little bit. A little run. Pop- Forty in the in the shed for a bit. Yeah, let, let him, him run that side of OVO that he. Did runs. he work with Lauren Hill? No. Drake. No, no. You said Murder Beats. No, he oh, sampled, sampled um whatever the He's song the second was. person to sampled Lauren Hill in this week. Oh, I was gonna say I didn't know that because Cardi together. sampled her too. I really What's like the song Lauren Hill. He sampled. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't remember. Li- X Factor. It's X Factor. It yeah. Because Cardi sampled her too. Yeah, and the uh, and, and be uh, careful. Wanna be careful. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. So they both sampled, and that I guess that song is coming back. I guess, but I like <laughs> Nice for What. It's pretty good. I, yeah, thought it was good. It, was good. it got a yay from me. Yay from me. I didn't talk about it, but <laughs> um, I I don't have any issues with it. I guess I don't like it as much as everybody else seems to. It's not that I don't think that it's impressive. I just don't vibe with it as much as the stuff that he's put out beforehand I guess if you're gonna like judge something on complexity and time put in I would say this one is arguably more impressive just because of everything that it has going on with it and the samples and the different sounds and everything so I'm not saying it's not an impressive song I guess I just didn't like jam to it as much as I did the couple singles he put out beforehand but I do think it's a good 
It's a good song. And I think the idea of Miami Drake is an entertaining idea. <laughs> Do you do it with a yay or a nay? Can I have middle ground? Like, can nay? I have... Yeah, you can. You they can. both end in Y, so there's no way to form nay. those words, so it's like... <laughs> but, uh, but, but, yeah, I'm somewhere in between. Okay. By the way, I also learned that he did that Black Boy JB song with the Look Alive. Mm-hmm. He didn't take the publishing for it, so he's changing. Because usually when Drake hops on your song... He takes all, everything from it, so you just get a Drake feature, but you get nothing else. Well, I'd be mad. Yeah. A lot of people use the art. Well, the people signed for it, they like, I'll take the Drake feature. But he didn't do it this time around. He did it for free, which is wild. So He did it for free? Didn't take any of the publishing at all? Wow. Maybe Drake's changing. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Florida, God's plan. Maybe Florida Drake is different. <laughs> He's changed, yeah. yeah. Florida Drake is a different It could guy. be something for the girls to jam to over the summer. But that being said, like, I can jam to God's plan just as much, even if the lyrics maybe aren't, like, I guess so obviously, like, formed towards women. Like, I like be nice to these guys for what? Obviously, something women can relate to. But as, <laughs> a, as a single woman myself, I can also very much relate to only loving my bed and my mom. Yeah. So, like, I can still jam to I that just love how pretty Drake, hard. Drake can just come out here and, like, just make a song for the women, and it's fine that he can, like, sit there and trash talk men and know that. And, like, I, I don't... Not, not saying it's a bad thing, because I... Like, you know, agree with him, I guess. But, I mean, yeah. It's just funny that he can pivot to literally any audience he yeah. ever could want and, like, do it really well. That's what you want to be at. I guess. Yeah. I'm looking for the, I think this album's coming soon, as he said. 2018? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He drops okay. usually once a year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, we have ASAP Rocky with a pair of singles. Um, what do you guys think about Bad Company and ASAP Forever? Okay. Uh, which one's the one that goes gang? ASAP Forever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bad Company, I think, was trash. It wasn't my favorite. I didn't think it was trash. I okay. I thought company. it was, like, fine. I wouldn't even say Matt. It's, like, it's less not than memorable. It's, he's not, like, spitting. It's not anything. It's just kind of cheesy. It's got a very cyclical, um, like, verse pattern and choral pattern. Very simple in terms of the lyrics. It's kind of... I wasn't a fan of that. And it's also not really... <laughs> What I'd expect from ASAP Rocky, yeah. generally, neither of these singles were. I, what, what's that? Bad like? companies, bad for your company is. Uh, I can't really forgive that, dude. Yeah, I thought it was terrible. I just saying, like, I, I, I don't know how you wouldn't expect this. He's been off. He's been not making music for a while. Yeah, actually, a little rusty when you come back. Yeah, yeah. You thought you were gonna get that Tyler verse he did. <laughs> yeah, I thought ASAP Forever was different. But in a way that I actually liked. Um, the Moby beat was, like, really amazing. I thought that would, like, kind yeah, of fit well. Yeah, ASAP Forever. Yeah. Yeah, so you coming off of his feature on, like, um, 30, seconds, the 30 Seconds to Mars song, which I thought was garbage. And that's kind of, like, an electronic-type thing, too. Then he hops on the Moby beat, and I actually thought that one was, like, actually kind of fit um, well. It's still not what I'd expect from him. Um, but this was more of like a pleasant surprise, whereas I thought um, Bad Company was kind of really disappointing. Oh, when you said the music video was like amazing for ASAP Forever, like it's the same video they did for uh, uh, what's that song called with uh, Playboy Cardi? Magnolia is literally the same thing. Hard disagree. It's the same thing. Visual just, effects, while maybe similar, they just I think they're very impressive. Through 
time cutting that, through the That world. stuff's hard to do. I know, but it was like the he also did that video too. ASAP Rocky did the uh, Magnolia one. Are you sure? Yes. Is it ASAP Mob that did it? No, like ASAP Rocky. Or he directed is, it. Is in that video too? Yeah, because he took Playboy Cardi under his like tutelage or whatever. So it's the same. It's if he. I'll probably, go back and rewatch, and I'll because he, I'll he probably your word had the idea, and then he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the good stuff for me." He's a new artist. <sighs> there are two other things that I noticed, or one other thing I noticed about these songs, and that he even did them since he went on his break. Um, he didn't do like the rocky sound that he does, that whatever that is. You know what I'm talking about? And he didn't do yeah. he didn't do like the deep voice rocky. And he did the he did the the rocky sound on cocky, which is the last song I think he was featured on before these. Um, but he didn't do them on either of these, which it's he, kind of like. His brand, so did, I was kind of surprised use, that. It, it, did he use that sound? Do you remember um, what was his last album? What do you call that when a, when an artist has like a thing that they do that kind of like introduces them, like Chance's? The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess it'd be the I don't know. I. It's like For their the gimmick, true I guess. Fans. Yeah, yeah, their gimmick or something. Yeah, he didn't do real fans. But still, yeah, he didn't do that, and I kind of was like, huh, I wonder what that. Did he have means. that on uh, at Long Last ASAP at all? His last album, like, did he use that low? Yeah. Vo- for uh, what's that song called? Uh, I guess you could just me. call it a, okay. I, a signature, like an artist signature. Yeah, the sig- yeah. yeah the yeah. That was all over Long Live ASAP. I remember that. Yes, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was on uh, that uh, Excuse Me song, I think. Yeah, I hear what you're saying though. I I really liked ASAP Forever. That company was kind of forgettable, but ASAP Forever had a really cool. Do we sound all to it. kind of enjoy ASAP Forever more than Bad Company? Oh yeah, which is funny company. because it looks like Bad Not Company really kind of reached a little bit higher level of popularity than than ASAP Forever. He's, whoever's in charge, of it has it almost. Bad Company has almost double the amount of plays on Spotify as ASAP Forever. It d- didn't it come out earlier? Yeah. I think oh, okay. So. Whoever is in charge of like Hibs like dropping if his music they need to go away for a little. They're not doing because <laughs> he's dropping the, yeah. at the worst times. Like, yeah, you drop when Drake drops. You drop when Cardi right B before drops. Cardi, yeah. I mean, <sighs> yeah. Same thing with Nicki. Like, oh. Yeah, well, Nicki's probably doing that on purpose. So. I know, but still, like, you drop when Drake drops. You don't want to drop when you're two biggest artists. What song did you say he did the voice on? Excuse me, I thought he did it on Excuse me. Okay, well, I haven't listened to that one yet. He did like in the start. I'm just checking. Um, he did it on Fine Wine for sure. Yeah, he does not excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, anyways, his album testing is expected around 4:20 this 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 month. So that's good. Uh, we'll we'll probably feature him very soon then. Uh, next song. Are we we done with Rocky? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got John Legend and Blood Pop with a Good Night. Don't really remember this song if I'm being totally honest. Um, I don't know who Blood Pop is. I've never heard that person before in my life. Um, they did the one song with Justin Bieber, uh, Are We Friends or something. Okay, you know what? Yeah, it does seem familiar. Something like that. I don't know who they are, though. That sounds, yeah. Uh, I actually kind of really like this song. It's got a really nice uh, bass line to it. And, you know, John uh, John Legend's voice is pretty, pretty great. And so I kind of like that it's more upbeat. I don't really listen to John Legend a whole lot. Yeah, me either. Um, but I, I, it was kind of like funky and had a nice bass line, and John Legend's got a great voice. And it was kind of, you know, it's John Legend, so he's like, 
singing about being in love. Yeah, and John Legend's always coming in with those holistic love songs, and you're like, you know what? Good for you and your wife, John yeah. Legend. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be Chrissy Teigen. I want to get sung, sung to like that. They are such a power couple. <laughs> Sometimes, okay, this might be a, this might be a hot take slash unpopular opinion, Uh-oh. but. Chrissy Teen does get a little annoying sometimes, right? Like, the love for her is just, like, right? The fandom's, like, a little too hard for her. Okay, but then is that the fandom that's annoying or Chrissy Teigen that's annoying? Because... They kind of feed each other. I mean, she can go tweet something about croissants, and she's going to get, like, 50,000 likes and 50,000 retweets it's and just, like that. It's just she's very clever, she's, so sometimes she'll come back. That at, I agree with, absolutely. She'll, she'll come back at John with stuff sometimes that's really good, and I think that she gained a little bit of their, like, relationship, like, fan base because of the things she'll say to him on social media. And so now it's almost to the point where even if she says something that doesn't have to do with John Legend, it becomes a meme, like, <laughs> so instantly. <laughs> I, okay. I kind of feel like she's such a sidebar, but I just like she's the up. next like Jennifer Lawrence because Jennifer Lawrence is kind of passed, but she's like the celebrity that's like shots fired. Remember, remember she's like look Jennifer how Lawrence? done. <laughs> okay, that? she's known, but like she doesn't. No, she's not I, known I, for yeah. that personality anymore. And I feel like Chris Teigen is kind of taking that over. Where she's like, look how down to earth I am. I do normal people stuff too. Yeah, it was great. a swimsuit model, but here I am. You know, yeah. I had a baby. Like I'm you. Yeah, I, I think she's kind of taken over that spot, and then people love that, though. So. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I uh, I agree with you. I uh, like the song. I like that it's upbeat, too, though, because even though John Legend's usually singing about love, it's usually with, like, a much slower tempo mm-hmm. and more of, like, a soul influence, which also might just have to do with his voice. But, like, and that's good, and that's maybe, like, what he's known for, but it was a yeah. nice change to see something from him that was a little, like, faster. And Did you watch La La Land? Okay, no. I, I love La La Land. I think the last song that I heard hit Legend on was in was um, I can't remember the name of it. I don't remember what it's called. It's on the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I don't know what it's called. It's got like the, that that Start a Fire song. Where yeah, you, yeah, yeah, Start a Fire. That's yeah. what it's called. It's a great song. There it is. It is a really good song, which makes me feel bad for liking it because that whole song is about how like Ryan Gosling is like doing not what he loves, and I'm like, it's a good song though. The music's great though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the last one I heard about too, which is upbeat too. Yeah, so I, I like upbeat John Legend. I need more of it. I think I I would concur with that. Okay. Uh, next up we have Pooh Bear with a Justin Bieber and Jay Electronica song, "Hard to Face Reality." Uh, kind of didn't see this one coming. I don't know. Pooh Bear was on a Skrillex song, and it was really good. But I didn't know Pooh Bear could go grab Justin Bieber and Jay Electronica and throw them on a track. I didn't know Pooh Bear existed. <laughs> fair. Absolutely fair. I'm also offended by the fact that thought it was okay to call themselves Pooh Bear. That's taken. I'm well, sorry. Well, it's P-O-O. Yeah, there's no H on it. I don't care. <laughs> I there's, honestly don't care. There's a smidge away from a cease and desist letter. My, Just a smidge. My childhood there. is angry at you. Pooh Bear is taken. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say, I didn't listen to this because I'm not listening to Jay Electronica anymore. Not even not, not even he's coming back? Like He's not coming back. Dude, the album's dropping this year. He's never putting an album Which out. Is, no, it's dropping. funny that you say that because I felt like... He's a, he said he's putting an album out in <laughs> 2010. He's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's funny that you say that because the Jay Electronica verses on this song were kind of what made it more memorable for me than not. Otherwise, I feel like it could have just like slipped away and I would not have cared whatsoever That's because everything right. else is like super simple <laughs> and oh, and like, okay. But then I, Jay Electronica kind of brings uh, 
he's got a great flow and lyrically his verses have a lot more power to them than Justin Bieber's and Pooh Bear's. Listen to Exhibit C, it's the same thing, but we're never getting an album. Like he does this every I'll single time. I'll listen to more Electronica than he'll listen to. There's no, re- there's only six songs to listen to on there. No, and in his category, like in his whole discography, like there's nothing. Like he's gonna, he put out his Exhibit C album's coming. 2010. And then <laughs> he's a legend at this point. 2011. He's a mythical figure. <laughs> 2012. 2013 comes around. Oh, there's there's that one single. There's another single. Le- no, what? That was 2015 or 2016. No, I was here when that came out. Letters to Talent or Fallon, whatever it's called. That came out two years ago. And then we were like, oh, it might be an album coming soon. It'll be like it'll be like Chance though when they finally when he finally like I'm gonna put out a, a record you'll be like I don't want it. No, I no honestly. <laughs> you took too long. No, it's no different way. with Chance. I'll listen. I'm not listening if he puts it out. I don't even I don't even care at this point. Well, Chance has been significantly shorter amount of time. Exactly. J Electronic has been like 12 years, and then you're like, okay, mate. Like, what is that? <laughs> okay, mate. Out? When is it coming out? And he's like, no, it's coming soon. Like, well, what if it's like amazing? He's like, I've been working on this for 10 years. <laughs> Like that's it's like a masterpiece. That's almost if Dr. Dre puts out what was that album he said he was gonna put out that he never put out. Uh, what is it? It's not the Compton album. It was the one before that. Well, then I'll just say Carter Five or wherever Little Wayne's at. He said he's gonna put that out. You legally can't, bud. So we'll never get that album <laughs> until you get your stuff set up. And By- Berman ain't cutting checks. I have some information about Pooh Bear if you're curious. It's kind of interesting. Ugh, I'm he's a, he's an Usher boy, so he was friends with Usher. Usher obviously found Bieber. Yes, he did. Is Usher still relevant? Like, yeah, musically, no. Okay, but that's what I was asking. Behind yeah. the scene, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. So oh, yeah, his yeah. last hit was like three years ago. I don't know when Kiss came out. Didn't he? Uh... A catch a little bit of something and then kind of go on the DL for a while whoa, to take whoa, care of that. Whoa. Allegedly. Allegedly. Sounds familiar. But right when that story came out, guess who disappeared for a while? Usher. Uh, he wasn't even visual before the story. That's but not it, true. Okay, that look, came out gonna, around when he dropped. Bring it back to Pooh Bear here. Yes. That's also known as Jason Boyd. About he wrote, uh, Where Are You Now? What Do You Mean? Really? And PYD with Bieber. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, two he's, of those songs from I don't even know the last one, but the two first two are like were huge. He also was on Purpose, uh, and a couple other songs on the Purpose album. So yeah, he's a he's a dude. I honestly didn't know anything about him, but that's cool. That's so funny that he was on super successful songs, and everyone's like, "Who is this man? <laughs> <laughs> How could he pull up?" Oh, he's been on the album. Like, oh, okay, he's he's been collabing. I feel like okay. that's kind of like Jack Antonoff to a lot of people though too. Like he's becoming more mainstream, yeah. but like. People forget that he has, like, some insane writing credits. Oh. All right. Uh, Rich Brian came out with another single, Watch Out. Watch Out. you guys listen? I did. What'd you think of it? <laughs> I, it's, you know, it's on brand for him. It's like... It's on brand? <laughs> That's yeah. you know it's trash. <laughs> it's on your brand, it's, I mean. I mean, it's like... Look how much sex I'm having, but look how down to earth I am, too. And this is me. I, I take Ubers. I know about Elon Musk. Yeah, that, where you at? Yeah, that I'm was like, literally our like our complaint about the like. I remember when we talked about that. I was like, he doesn't rap about anything. Like it's just the same five things. Like having sex, and that same mono. Like his voice is annoying to me, but it's just because it's like it's not annoying, but it's like there is no nothing in it. Like all right, I'll give you that. What about the what about the production though? 
I don't care. What do you think about it? I don't care. What do you think like, about it? If you are good at producing and stick to producing, like, I, like I don't want to hear. Give some beats out. Don't keep the good beats. Give I think Rich Brian artists. deserves to, to be around. Beats. He could be around. He could be to a make solid. music. I want to see him not just produce. Come across with some amount of emotion. Exactly. I want to see him try something new. Like he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to be in that category where you don't change. Like Twenty One Savage can be, and even Twenty One Savage put out a singing song. FaceTime is singing. So like, Rich Brian doesn't do anything but like this one thing. And it's about the same five things. So it's like, and there's no different emotion. Yeah, okay. And he had a first album, too. He didn't try anything new. And it clearly sounds like if you put out a second album, he ain't trying nothing new on that one. So if I'm going to get the same Richard Bryan album or music, what's the point? You've heard one Rich Bryan song. You've heard all of them, except for Death Stick. But mm, other than that, that, no. that stick is lit. You got songs like Cold and Glow Like That, which are totally different from like... Any oh, other those were the, things the two songs I liked on that. Introvert. I think there was three. I maybe think. I can't remember. Okay, either way, you can have your opinion. Not my opinion, bottom. Uh, what's next? Wait, what, what, you liked it then? I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a good bop for me. Fair enough. It's a good bop. Uh, I'm gonna support you because some people don't like to support me when I like uh, <laughs> artists like Lil Dicky. <laughs> um, on that note, we got Slim Jimmy. Pharrell and Sway Lee doing that trick that we talked about last week with a race Swimmerd appearance on here as well, yeah. including... So, yeah, it was Slim Jimmy, Pharrell, Sway Lee, and then also race Swimmerd. Yes, yeah. Dude. Crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> How... We had the guys from Ray Strammerd and Slim Jimmy and Sway Lee. <laughs> but anyways, Chanel, uh, what you, would you think of this? I think the chorus needs to be like half as long at least. Yeah, I just, I would never <laughs> heard it before and I'm listening to it. Okay, could you get to the Pharrell lines? Because what the it heck? sounds awful. What was he that doing? That's what I was laughing about. I was like, what is, what is Pharrell doing right now? I know, I heard that. I'm like, what is going on? What is Pharrell ever doing? Like, like, like halfway on? through, he switches it up. And then I'm like, okay, but what was that first half? Because he never explained it. And it's like not relative to the verses whatsoever. I was like, what is happening in this song? And it wasn't a good switch up like it wasn't. like Future did with la di da di da. This was like, so it was a failed Future attempt. It was a failed attempt at whatever he was going for. I don't know. I don't know. Pharrell is too old to be rapping on a race Shrimmer beat. <laughs> Talk about I'm gonna get a Chanel because she's fire, or fine or whatever. He's too old for this. He's like 46. He may not look at. <laughs> He may not look like he's old, but I don't want to hear Dude, he looks like Jaden Smith. I don't want to see Fro in the stew talking about, <laughs> I'm going to get a Chanel because she's fine. <laughs> um, other than you that, do you, Fro. So the Fro bat bit was terrible. The chorus was, like, too long. But other than that, I was like, this is not terrible. I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of, kind of warming up to Ray Sremmerd. I did listen to Srem Life 1 and 2 a couple of times. I think I like Shrimp Life one more. Same. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm with you guys. Shrimp Life one um, is amazing. I didn't like some of the stuff on there, but the parts that I, it was just like the chorus was a little bit long. But I'm not a fan of like choruses are like the exact same thing, oh, yeah. 15 times. Um, but I I don't know. I'm so excited for the album. I think I'm getting there. Shrimp Life three coming hopefully end of April. I think. Yeah, 30 songs probably. Probably maybe 40. 
Maybe 40, yeah. Maybe, maybe even they'll be the first 50 track album. <gasps> oh my Possibly, gosh. Yeah. I would then be not excited for it. Well, at least <laughs> dropping a song this. Strum Life 3, the he's, playlist, the album. He's dropping a song. <laughs> so he's dropping a song on Friday called Swaycation. Great. Which is supposed to be the title. Of it. And I'm sure be, it'll make an appearance on the right. album. It'll be Sway Lee With Ray Strummer featuring. featuring Ray Strummer, yeah. yeah. Swaycation. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, okay. Tori Kelly dropped a single, Help Us to Love, with the Hamiltones. I don't even know who the Hamiltones are. Me either. I honestly didn't know who Tori Kelly was. Either. I, I, know she, I know from that commercial that she does for, uh, I think it's Progressive or something like that. One of the insurance. Nationwide. Nationwide. That's yeah. the way I've never she heard does her do music. Version. I didn't even know she. I thought she does covers. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had. I was made for loving you. Should have been us. Cricket, cricket. You know, okay, I feel like I've heard of should have been us. Should have been us. Yep. Yeah, I heard yeah. that song for sure. Yeah. Anyways, this is uh, this is okay. You I thought was, it was soulful, nice. What'd you think? I was about to chime in about something about Ray Shremmer before we moved on. Oh, wh- I don't really listen to her. What'd you have to say about Ray Shremmer? Um, one of those artists where I feel like even though they have quality stuff, you ever had those artists where you have one or two songs by them that are, that's on your playlist that you listen to that you like a lot, but then you try to like listen to the rest of their album and then you're like, nah, it's pretty much just this one. Like Migos. Yeah. yeah, See, we all have, we like, and that's different depending on the person, what artist is like that for them. Mm -hmm. But they're one of those, like, artists where it's like there'll be a couple specific ones that I think are bangers. But then, like, the album as a whole, I'm just kind of like, eh. And that being said, the ones that I do think are bangers are ones that I was exposed to by other people and not ones that I necessarily, like, sort like, searched out Mm -hmm. on my own. So... Yeah. I don't think badly of them. They're just like one of those artists where it's like, you know, I, I have a couple that I like listen to all the time, but the album as a whole, I'm like. Have eh. you have you listened to Strum Life one or two? No. See, I hadn't either, and I was kind of like, whatever. That's what I'm saying, because every time I try to listen to them, I'm like, this isn't bad, but like, I'm just gonna stick to the couple that. I yeah, I was like, to. I was like, Black Beatles is all right, but then Amir always talks about Ray Strummerd, and I was like, all right, I'm going to give him a shot. And I listened to Strum Life 1 and 2 a few times, and I was like, okay, I actually really dig this. Yeah, Strum Life 1 is good, like amazing to me. That was one of the first albums I bought. I think I know what you're... Yeah, yeah, the couple that I do listen to are off of that. Yeah, there's like, they had like four hit songs on that Yeah. Album. Yeah, but... I have a couple friends that like to jam Come Get Her. Yeah. Come Get Her is a going out on a Saturday night type of a jam. Mm-hmm. They get yeah. all their songs. That's literally awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's true. But, yeah. Cool. All right. Did you listen to the Tori Kelly song? No. Okay, here's what I have to say about the Tori Kelly song. is like, it's not bad. It's just not for me. It's like slow tempo. Yeah. It's for, like yeah. soul, R&B, whatever it is. And I was like, eh, it's not my style. Is it bad? No. It's just, you know, that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I agree with you. I also think listening to it in between Slim Jimmy and Tyler the Creator was probably not a good idea. A reason for me not liking it as much. But uh, segue: Tyler the Creator dropped a throwaway okra. What y'all think of that? The weirdest thing is he did call it a throwaway. He did. I thought it had the most blandest like cover. So he, he did you see what he tweeted? Tyler. He did that because yeah. Spotify wouldn't let him put in his own, or er, he had to like preload cover art ahead of time and he didn't do that. 
And so we had to type that up real quick and submit it, and it got approved. I don't know. Weird story. I don't know how that <laughs> happens, but it yeah, it literally just says Okra Tyler in, <laughs> like, some font with a white background. That's it. Okra is all caps. Tyler is all lowercase. Yeah. It's like Life of Pablo minus five or something. Yeah, like without all the cool <laughs> other stuff that's on Life of Pablo's color. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, really liked this. I, I would, wish we could get more of this, Tyler. I would add, like, two less reallys, but I also enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean... I, I liked the rolling bass line that it had um, and the high dynamics they had on his voice. Uh, the flow was there, and lyrically, I thought it was kind of funny sometimes. And he's got more of that stuff in there where he's like, am I gay? Yeah. And that... Yeah. That kills I me. I told like, you. I told you when we talked about it, you're never going to get the answer. I know. He, he has that Timothy Chalamet line, and I'm like... This <laughs> is Tim, Tim Chalamet, right? Is that his name? Yeah. Tim Chalamet, come, come, come get at me or something yeah, I'm like, like that. Come on. <laughs> just tell us. You and him trolling or him going like, yeah. He probably gets so much enjoyment out of it. That's probably why we're never going to get the answer. Because he's yeah. just he's like... He's a troll. He's, a world, he's, he's like, a wonder, troll. suffer. Go yes. ahead. Go. <laughs> um, This was a yay for me. I liked it. I also enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah I liked it. Um, I, can we skip this one? Can we no, skip this dude, next one? I think we gotta talk about it just because it's a lit she's got some legitimacy right. at this point. So she's it's, gone it's bad, bad Barbie, mm-hmm. low yachty, Gucci flip flops. Look, I it's I, a banger. It's not as horrible as I was expecting, <laughs> and it, Grant is dying. Look, look, listen, I'm not saying it's. A bad song. I just wish it didn't have to happen like you this. You're telling me like, you don't like her saying, Go to flare flops, hand up, hand up, hand up my socks. We don't like that. 14, dude. So, why? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking, first of all, I said, why, why is Lil Yachty giving her this legitimacy? Because he's with the teenagers, okay? He's a voice of the youth. That's true. What is that? His, uh, his uh, <laughs> Twitter name is now. King of the Youth. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what my one thing was that I was like, She's trying. I mean, that's been her, her shtick this entire time is that she's like super hard, but I'm like, you sound like a child, and you are a child. So hey, you um, were on Dr. Phil. No one thinks you're hard. All I'm going to say is... Oh, she ain't got six cars and two... Oh, that's a little... How old mind. is she? Oops. Like, confirmed age. How old is she? 14. I'm 14, almost certain. 14. What's her name? Jen, d- Where d- is... Danielle... Danielle Brigoli. Danielle Brigotti. Yeah. Brigoli. Yeah, yeah Brigoli. that's what it is. Huh? Did something unfortunate befall her parents? 15, no. okay. She's Where 15. are her parents? No, she Do you remember her mom? Do you remember her origin? Catch Me Outside? She's a Catch Me Outside girl. <gasps> it's that girl? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, she became music. a rapper. She has a gold. I mean, I knew uh, she was trying to make music, but I didn't know anyone was actually. No, su- she's signed someone by she signed. Someone with credit <laughs> is supporting her. Yeah, she I'm, got signed that's by what I'm She's got legitimate. She's she, an artist. She had like one of those songs that I'm aware of before this, but she was solo on My it. Bitch. Yeah, and then now she's got this one, and I'm Why? like, Lil Yachty, stop. That one gold, didn't it? Didn't High Bitch go gold? No, wasn't it Two Lanes or something? One of her songs won gold already. That's absurd. Jake Paul won gold, too. That's absurd. Well, that's, okay, yeah, that's true. It's the streaming age. I understand if Lil Yachty wants to be with the kids. She was on the uh, top ten on Apple Music for a little while. It's super cool if he wants to support the youth. The youth. But, like. He even gave her a great Instagram. This girl, come on. (laughs) About how don't let anybody mess with you, sis. You got this. Sis? Yes. Oh, we're at that level now. It's like she's not going to pull out the Glock. Like, I hate that. Atlantic told you they have a key to making hit records. What's that? Making kids bop rap? No, they said there's a. Like, (laughs) they said that there's a book. And that's how you make hit records. And they have a book, and it's I've a formula. 
but they won't. They haven't said the formula, and clearly, bad baby's using it. Bad Barbie. I understand. <laughs> by the way, I understand your confusion with her name because the way that it's spelled does make you want to say it like Ba. Bobby. Yeah. yeah, like the New yes. York. Because yeah. her mom's like got yes, that on yes. the Dick Doctor Phil show. She's yes. like. Yeah, so that's probably. I don't why know she my daughter anymore. Yeah, you know. She says she's gonna take you outside and you know do what she <laughs> got to do. Excuse <laughs> me. Catch my side. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey. Oh no. We know we're. I just kind of feel like we're ruining I'm her life by, by, by listening to it. She's beefing with Takashi Six Nine right now. <laughs> I thought he's quitting. Who rap said music? he's quitting rap music? Because <laughs> he's in jail. Because <laughs> he's about to get. Not about time. to be. He's in jail. Is he? Today, his uh, management team was in control of all his social wow. media. Posted free Six Nine. Wow. So he's in there unless he's trolling. Goodbye. Hanging out. No, two different, <laughs> two different prisons. I'm not mad. And Meek's a celebrity prisoner at this point. Oh my gosh! Did you see the news that Joel Embiid? Is yes. Like, this is a side. That's a. What is it? No, Joel, you gotta go into it. J- okay, Joel Embiid. No, not Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons and yeah. Markel Fultz, yes. who are like on the 76ers. Fultz is irrelevant right now. Yeah, and right now. But Ben Simmons and Fultz, they went. And they got words of wisdom from Meek Mill, like he's Nelson Mandela locked <laughs> up. And yes, they went to the prison <laughs> and met with him and got words of wisdom, like he's ever shot a basketball in the NBA before. <laughs> I was, I'm so confused. I was like, what? What? Oh God! And I can already see them coming out to dreams and nightmares. They make me not. Wow, want that's to confusing. Them. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's an indeed thing to do, but the, not. Ben Simmons and hey, what okay. was the analogy you used? He's like Nelson Mandela locked away in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to see him and say, "Give me some words of wisdom for this big." Yo, Meek, I'm <laughs> dead. Like, I I'm can't just... wait for Meek Mill to come out of prison, drop a terrible album, and then just fade away. Whoa, again. whoa, whoa! Yeah. Wins and losses was Liddy. The first seven yeah, but... songs before I fell asleep, all fire. <laughs> I... I was listening to it when it came out. Like at, it dropped at like eleven fifty nine. I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah, this is lit. And then it got to like this eighth song, and I'm like, these is all good. And I just fell asleep. <laughs> and when I woke back up, I'm like, oh, this isn't good. These songs aren't good. Like the last half is not good. But hey, I'm rooting for me. I'm rooting for bad ba- Barbie. <laughs> whatever, like, so yeah, whatever her name is. I don't even want to talk about her anymore. When she comes at you with another banger, be ready. The song's lit, but man, I, I'm not gonna support it. I can't. No streams for me. It. I'm not gonna lie. I've been listening a few times. I downloaded it. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. That's your decision. I'm sorry. Last big track of the week is a Calvin Harris Dua Lipo or Lipa combo. Uh, one kiss. You guys listen to this? Yeah. Okay. I don't listen to Calvin Harris. Like, I'm not a fan. I think but this is, like, the fifth like single from him we've reviewed. Well, like I mean, like, I like him, but I'm not like, oh, my gosh, new Calvin Harris track. Right. I can't wait. I don't think anyone is. Dua Lipa, on the other hand, as someone that I've been, and she blew up with, what was it, uh, New Rules was her new first rules. one? Yeah, uh, that, like, put her on the map, and I was like, this is really good. And then she did IDGAF, which I also thought was pretty good, and I'm like, all right, Dua Lipa's on a track. Let's hear it. And I was like, I wish I didn't hear it. It was super, well, I guess it's not going to be too bad because it was incredibly forgettable. I thought the beat was super weak. I thought her lines were pretty weak. It wasn't like what I'd expect from Dua Lipa, and it was way too simple. And I was really disappointed. It, Yeah, I was going to say it was really simplistic and felt like it was just kind of compiled for the radio, and I don't even think it's going to have the radio time. I don't think so either. The beat is really weak. 
It's like something someone got on Logic or Pro Tools and spent about less than 30 minutes, made this week beat. She was Logic for a Dropped it. Nah, man. <laughs> she loves Logic. I, I love say, Logic's one of my favorite rappers. He's, look, I'm just saying. We're not he's talking about five. Logic on anyway, this podcast I think right it, now. Anyway, I think it was weak. Also, Kelvin Harris, for me, is one of those situations where it's like separating an artist from their work. Not even that I'm going to say that I personally find his work that impressive, but... Kelvin Harris, as a celebrity personality, kind of annoys me. It's kind so, of a D-bag. Yeah, yeah. he's a D-bag. Yeah. He has a history of being a D-bag. He's probably not going to stop being a D-bag. So I don't, not every time he comes out with something, I'll be like, hmm, there's Kelvin Harris still existing. That's super cool. How do you feel about like someone like Dippo? I Met You in the Summer is a lit song, it right? Yeah, but then the it's summer. almost like I remember that it's Kelvin Harris What's and I like it less. But I feel so close what to you. What was that Rihanna song <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> wasn't that with Diamonds. Or, no, uh, Feel So Close. Uh, yes. Yeah, that was the one. Feel So Close. I Need Your Love? Wait, I think I know what you're oh, talking no, about. Oh, no, it's not. I feel so close is that the to same you song? right now. Thinking, uh, no. Yeah, it's We Found Love. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, oh, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. That one's good, too. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. that the one with all the Taylor Swift beef? Um, I don't Because didn't she so. help him? She was like, she claimed she was responsible for writing the majority of that song, and then they broke up, so he didn't give her any credit yes. for it, and he put Rihanna on the track instead yeah, of her. Yeah, I think that's true. He did one yeah. of those. Oh, that's right, they did. Which was like, <laughs> yet did, another did. example of Kelvin Harris being a uh, D-bag. Well, we... Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna defend him. <laughs> I don't really care enough about yeah. either Calvin Harris or Taylor Swift to to, to argue. It's about overall, it. very nail yeah. uh, song. There was one song that is not on here that I want to talk about that I'm the only one that's gonna be able to talk about, which is that Five Finger Death Punch. They released mm-hmm. a single, the first single in a hey. while. You got a new album coming out soon. It's called the new song was called uh, Fake. I'm a big Five Finger Death Punch fan, and since there's not a lot of rock representation generally on the show, I, was, I feel like I need to talk about it. Yeah, you're the rock guy here. <laughs> I'm really happy for them that they're free from their terrible contract that they were in, and now I'm happy that they're going to make a bunch of music really fast before Ivan dies. Does he have cancer? No, he uh, does crazy <laughs> drugs and is insane. Oh. I thought he was literally dying. I was like, that is wild. Well, he no, probably okay. is dying. Well, Context. All this, well, he's their lead singer. And okay. he, everybody knows, favorite, I shouldn't say everybody knows, but one, like possibly their biggest like identifying quality is his vocals. Right. And so I've listened to them. Yeah, they I, were I in this, They were in this contract, which I'm not exactly sure about the specifics. Where it was like they they wanted to keep making music, basically, especially well, actually during tour uh, last year, I think it was last year this summer, Ivan like quit the band like six times on tour. Like he, at the end of the show, he'd be like, by the way, this is my last show with Five for Another Punch. And he'd be there in like a week and he'd be back <laughs> with the band. And everyone's like, okay, he's insane. He's doing mad drugs. He's, what's going to happen? So Five for Death Punch wanted to keep making music, a lot of music That's really so fast, weird. but they were locked in this contract that was like limiting how much music they could actually make. I guess they were pushing more the touring thing. And so they kind of had this big legal battle and they just got free of it a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. Um, really recently, Is he the and now lead they're singer. Yeah, and so now they're making music again, and I, I, I think I feel like they're gonna start. Favorite Death Punch generally has like longer albums. They can uh, of like B sides they release sometimes, um, which are a full album size. Uh, but that's kind of the thing. I feel like they're gonna they're trying to make music really fast before Ivan actually quits the band or like 
goes into rehab or something Why like that. Why not just do the old school when you just get a new singer? He, he's the, that's what I'm saying though is that he is like Van Halen style. Yeah. He's <laughs> like the identity. It's like you know, Five for Death Punch for like the the drummer. The the drum line is insane in all of his and uh, all their songs, and it's like really really no, uh, like a big characteristic. And then you know it from Ivan's voice. Like he is what people know Five right. for Your Death Punch for. Well, hey, it is. And what it so is. it's like you change that up, and he like, also it's not like. He's like a personality. It's like his voice is not done by a lot of other people in the same way. And uh, so it's that's kind of the thing. I don't know what's going to happen with them. I'm a really big fan of Five for Death Punch. Um, so I'm excited Halen that they're making the music. Fake is a, is a decent song. It's like generally on brand for them. And since that's I'm a big fan of that, it's like I'm down with it. Hey, I'm just saying. He's got to stop the drug. Van Halen, Van yeah. Halen felt to, the same way until Jump good. came out. <laughs> and then it was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he needs to get his stuff together because I'd prefer if they continued to make music that was quality and with him, which so is good. another you know another group that released music this week that cha- does not watch well, another group, but a group that released music this week that totally lost their main identity was Escape the Fate because mm-hmm. they lost their lead singer who everybody knew, mm. and he joined a band that is way more popular. What was it, Falling in Reverse? I don't want to talk about Falling in Reverse. It was yes. Yeah, so so was. Ronnie Radke left. I don't Escape want to talk was, about Ronnie Radke. He was <laughs> Please lead, don't. He was the lead singer of Escape the Fate when they were like really really big. And Do you want to talk about this when we talk about their album? We're not going to talk. Came out. Not, well, that wasn't like something we were going to highlight. Okay. But just like a mention thing. I was just saying this is their first album that they've released since Escape the Fate. This is the first album they've released since they lost Ronnie Radke. They haven't done music in a while, but they were like really big when he was the literally the front man of the group and sure. then he left to form a band that is way more popular now in terms of like punk emo rock presently which is falling in reverse who like they're they're a pretty big name mm. Ronnie Radke sucks as a person but no, I just I, falling reverse is extremely less relative than it was like I would say they're, almost 10 years ago uh, to be fair rock ago. is dying so Okay. Which is another conversation. Well, that's a lot of stuff there. Anyways, okay. I just want to say, Five Reading a Bunch, new song. Check it out. Good stuff. Uh, we did have some other new releases that we did pass over, but they're all on our Spotify playlist. Uh, Bolt from My Valentine, Charlie Puth, Churches, James Bay, Jordan Lucas. Uh, Mike Shinoda dropped a couple of singles. I didn't listen to those, but they seemed good. Uh, I actually um could say a couple things on James Bay because I follow him a lot. I really okay. like him. I listened to the song. I really liked it. Yeah. Um. I'm a huge. I was a huge fan of the first album he put out, Chaos and the Calm. I actually own that on vinyl. I really, really, really love that. I think that it was really good, like indie acoustic. Okay. Which is a which is a mood, but he can he can go back and forth. Some of his stuff is like lighter indie acoustic, but he can also he does a lot of up tempo stuff that's a little more in your face and. Chaos in the Column was a really good like starter album. But that was him. like f- four years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So when he started dropping these, it was like. What was his last one like? Uh, lem- what was it? It was the most you've seen of Pink him in Lemonade a while. He changed one. his look a lot too. I, I almost think I didn't recognize up with James him Blake. when he when he put out his. Is new that stuff. his name, James Blake? Is that the British guy? Yeah, another singer songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. I get those two mixed up, so I always think I don't particularly like Bay, but I'll listen to his stuff. It's so a, cool. it's generally. Pretty slow tempo for what I like. It's not all the stuff I'm a fan of just because of like a slower tempo. But I, mm-hmm. it's, it's he's a, it's got a, passion. It's a mood. Uh, Pink Lemonade was a little bit of a faster. Oh yeah, we listened to that. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah Pink Lemonade. 
Pink Lemonade was fun. Wild Love got a little bit more attention, but Wild Love is more, I guess, as you guys would say, on brand for James Bay. Wild Love sounded a lot like something that would be on Chaos and the Calm. Mm. I don't mean that in a negative way, but I think that's maybe why it got a little more attention from his fan base. Mm. But he is, like, Pink Lemonade was a little more feisty and fun than anything he had, like... I think he's he's trying to be a little more upbeat and his look is a little more like uh feminine and indie than it was. Gotcha. So cool. Good stuff. Uh down the list we got Joiner Lucas, Love, Lord Huron, uh Pharrell had some weird Latin yeah, collab. Mo Neo Nelly Shine Down Tanache Tanache mm-hmm. with a Tyler Dallasine and French Montana and then a Ty Dallas sign Gucci Main Quavo track. Uh, moving on to albums now. Is everyone ready to yeah. dive in? Yes. So the weekend decided to drop a project, my dear Melancholy. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Concerns? Um, he tried to give a woman his kidney. He almost gave it to her, <laughs> and she almost left him. She's evil. My poor boy. My poor sad boy. She's a wizard. A witch, you should say. A Waverly Place? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a, it's an, it's a legend. <laughs> uh, I liked this track a lot. I, I liked Call Out My Name a lot. I think that's, for me, that was the strongest one on there. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I mean, his vocals are generally pretty impressive. I think Hurt, uh, or excuse me, Hurt You was pretty good as well. Everything else was kind of like, I was generally indifferent to I liked. Not that I hated it. It was just. Call out yeah, my I name. Feel like those are the standout tracks. Completely for me. the best track on this whole thing. Yeah. Call out my name is amazing. I really liked the production with uh, mm-hmm. Gus Affelstein. He's a trap artist, and he's got a lot of good tracks that are just super instrumental. So I, this collab was really cool. And then I think the one of the guys from Daft Punk produced one of these tracks too. Uh, can't remember which one, but it was. Hurt, it was Hurt You. Guy Manuel from Daft Punk was on there producing it and writing it. I liked that one. Yeah, so that was cool. I, I liked all of it, though. It was it was decent. I hope the album comes soon. Freaking love The Weeknd. I, the Weeknd has always had this, like, just this, like, sad boy thing going on that he banks off of. Which was not there for Starboy. I mean, it was there, no, but it, no, it was not. It, it wasn't was, there. Maybe a little bit. It tiptoed like, out of the building. Half of me <laughs> is like sad about everything the weekend has just been through and the fact that he's heartbroken and stuff. And the other half of me is like, thank God, because now we're getting some quality weekend back in weekend, here. Like my wallet's pretty excited about the sad things I've gone through. I saw this uh, meme on Tumblr that was just this person with a very uneasy smile. And it was like me listening to the weekend's new album, knowing it's quality, but also knowing he's heartbroken and not taking care of himself and back on his drugs again. And I'm like, yep. And he talks about going back to his old ways and quotations. And uh, I don't know which uh, song it is in there. It's either, I think think it's privilege. But when he says, I got two red pills to take the blues away, that's one of his hooks for one of them, which he repeats over and over. He's back on his drug life, unfortunately. I know Drake wish he could have locked him in a room and just signed him when he had the chance. That was the original. Like he wouldn't have done that. No, he I, didn't. That's why they. Yeah. What happened? Like he tried. You to, just wish it wouldn't went the other way. What happened was Drake wanted to sign him when they did take care, 
Because, like, back then he wasn't completely, even before that, he wasn't, like, the weekend yet. Yeah. And Jake yeah. was like, why don't you sign the OVO? And him knowing, like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do this. I don't want to be in the sweatshop for the rest of my life. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm going to just do my own thing. And then he started EXO. And that's why for the longest, it was like OVO EXO. was like, hey, we're really tight. And then they fell out over something that they won't talk about. They're cool again, but they had fell out. But this is like this I, album is, or EP or whatever it is. It's good. I really like this EP. I think one of my favorite things about The weekend is he always puts so much emotion and like, just raw personality. Yeah, and is where you can literally just like feel his pain sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's he's and that's one of the very interesting things about him because lyrically he when some when he goes through something in his life, he'll always drop songs like this where he'll he'll say things like, Oh, you know, like I'm done with that love stuff or, you know, you know, what is it? It's in hurt you. He goes, uh, now I know relationships my enemy, so stay away from me. I'm warning you. Like, he always says stuff like that, but then he comes out here again a year later with all this emotional stuff about heartbreak, and it's like, boy, you weren't done with your feelings. You keep saying that because it sells, but feelings is your brand. You literally titled your EP, My Dear Melancholy. Yeah. Like, that's your thing. Which is why we, everyone thinks we're getting an album, because there's, like, the comma there, and they think that there's going to be a, another addition to that. It's supposed to be, like, a repeat of the trilogy stuff that he had going on. Yeah. And also where he you dropped guys, three different mixtape EP yeah, things and combined and them into an album. just smacked them together and said, this is the trilogy, and you're like, yeah. why? <laughs> you guys said that you liked Call Out My Name more than the other ones. I think Call Out My Name is impressive, but, like, as a listener, I'm always really focused on lyricism, and I do think that almost all the songs on this EP, if not all of them, did have lyrics in them that were, like, notable, even Porter. if... Even if the... I think this... You listened to Rick the so Kidding, you good. were so sad after that then. I mean... Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like him after listening to that album. I think some of them were really good. I think... I he, agree there. He, he writes his stuff very poetry-esque, so I guess maybe I'm easier to please that way because I'm creative writing folk, but I thought I thought it was beautiful. I know, I loved, like... The, I His whole thing is, like, the whole feeling, like... It gives you a... It it takes you to a place, almost. As to wrap it up, though, at least my commentary on it. As the only female on the podcast, I do find it a little important to say, though, that I think and I love the weekend, and I'm not mad at him for this. That being said, I'm not mad when females do this either. But I do think that female artists that release songs majorly about their exes or about their love lives will get negative feedback from that or a lot of teasing or that will like literally become their brand the second that they do it. Yeah. And this <coughs> may be the weekend's brand, but it's the weekend's brand in a positive way. People don't get on him about it. And I do think that that is something in the industry that's kind of overlooked is that female artists, whenever they um, release things that are heavily about like their love life, they get a lot of negative feedback for it, but he was almost like praised for dropping this EP where he's just kind of like. I think that could be changing though, because we have we had the whole lemonade thing, and people well, were like, "Yes, Beyonce, okay, but Beyonce's Beyonce, Beyonce." And yeah. then Cardi and Beyonce, B does it, and this album that we're going to talk about in a second, she got attacked for that. Did she? Mm-hmm. By who? A lot of people. I didn't see anybody I didn't getting usually Nikki fans, but a lot of people. Okay, and I'll well, no one cares what they have to say. But no, your queen's dead. The reason why I no I'm the reason why I understand where she's coming from is because a lot it's I find it it's like a thing with society anyway that like dudes aren't like really don't 
show like emotions. So I guess whenever like you see a guy showing emotion, they almost equate to like them being brave or something like that. I think especially in the genre that the weekend has made yeah. itself present in. Yeah, but it's almost it's it's just hard because I think that still, even though it is getting better, I do admit that it is getting better and it's not as bad as it used to be, but I still think that when women in the industry want they go through something and they want to put out something really powerful yeah. about like having a broken heart or something like the weekend just did, you know, even if you do it in like 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 a badass way like Cardi B did, yeah. you're still going to have people that are be like, oh, if you're like such a powerful woman, why are you so focused on men? And like- it's like, even though she's out there being like, you did this and this and this to me, but I'm still Cardi B, I'm still who I am, she's still going to get stuff for being like, why are you so focused on men? But like, you know, The weekend will come out here and we'll be like, oh my gosh. You pure, pure sad boy. I'm so sorry for what you went through. Well, I, I like, <laughs> so. I've been, I would call that right now like the Taylor, the Taylor Swift effect, because a lot of people got sick and tired of her, like, because yeah. it almost felt like she was like getting in relationships specifically to write music. Yeah. I didn't want to name drop her, but that is one of the and, and I can like I've said this before, kind of in the podcast, but I actually do enjoy Taylor Swift. Like a lot of people don't, and I and that that annoys me too. I think she's a she's a prime example of women who you know the second they are like they want to share their experiences with love life, they're like ah nah, you're not independent. It just mm-hmm. feels like no for with her. It just feels like it feels it just Commercial. doesn't feel yeah it doesn't feel right. Like I coming from like like loving like R and B music, I listen to someone like uh Mary all like Mary J Blinds like old music, and it's like you feel like the pain that's with it, but it feels more realistic. With Taylor Swift, it doesn't come off as realistic. It comes off as, like, I almost felt like she was doing it on purpose as, like, Mary J. Blinds. It felt yeah. like it was, like, she was, She is an extreme example. Yeah, she is I extreme. I won't give her that. Yeah. Like, even but I just her, wanted to bring that up because yeah. I no, do that, think that's that, a very fair point. that is a I'm relevant thing that happens. Yeah, it is yeah. extremely relevant. It's a weird double standard that we have. Hopefully the millennials... Millennials, millennials and the whatever the centennials, the Gen Z. We're di- yeah, Gen Z. Yeah, we're, we're Change that norm. I don't. I, yeah, I feel like you know. Yeah. Progress is being made. I think, like Tommy sure. said, even though, I mean, even though Cardi B did get stuff, a lot of stuff for it. At the same time, she also took over the internet and has yeah. gotten great ratings and stuff. So should yeah, she have had to money. put up with that? No, she shouldn't have. But she did get the recognition yeah, when, she deserved when from B it. Cut, when, I will jump into it, but like the whole background on why she got attacked for be careful. I was gonna say, on the other hand, there's that, but there's also I feel like musically we've seen a lot of uh, a greater ability for women to um, kind of speak about sexual liberation and sexual freedom more. Mm-hmm. You have like, especially with like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, who is like this some stuff that's like incredibly sexual, but and that's kind of like on her changing stuff. Some- she literally has her getting fellatio on the cover. Yeah. Cool. Cardi B. Yeah, it's kind oh. of like changing. There's a shifting standard there as well, where people aren't like slut shaming as much in that yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Her most it's it's cover. it's the same. It's the same situation where there is still progress to be made, but it is happening, and we are we are getting better at that. You see that. You do see that on invasion of privacy a lot. She's just. I would say that's a segue into it. our next album, but I wanted to save it for last. But maybe we just go for it. I think we should just go for it. We're already it. on the Cardi B topic. <laughs> Cardi B drops Invasion of Privacy on Friday. Um, it's funny because the morning, the morning that I listened to it, as what I said, 
I sent the group chat. I said I haven't I heard a good. I haven't heard a rap song with any type no. of you know real. I said wait, I, had, no, I said I hadn't. I said I hadn't heard a good rap album that or I hadn't heard a rap album that was good through Wow. I think in like two years. Post Malone yourself, Tom. What does that mean? Because Post said that you don't go to rap if you want to hear emotions about something. But you're just saying it's a different thing. But Post did the same thing. I admittedly I haven't heard like. Lemonade. I haven't heard. That's not a rap album, but okay. Well, I haven't heard like four for four, four, four either. Yeah. And I, I've admittedly I hadn't listened. I haven't listened to Damn because I'm just not a fan of Kendrick. But like other rap albums, even including like ones Joey we've talked Badass about, put out the American inc- All American Badass, including the ones that we've talked about like for new releases. It's nothing has been like really stellar to me. But I, I actually yeah, was fair. like really surprised with this album. Someone that was not a Cardi B fan going into it, um, I was like okay this is actually really 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 good throughout i honestly i think there's there's no tracks that are super weak there are some tracks that i was like ah this is less good than the rest of it but like that's because the rest of the stuff is like really 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 strong i hate calling myself a cardi b stand because i hate (laughs) the term stand but i've been following carly cardi b literally before like she even started making music like all her mixtapes and all that lean to this point loving hip-hop even loving god (laughs) I wish that would go away. But uh, even like the like the first song, immediately, even though it's clearly like that's just a, a her take from a, like the Meek Mill Dream and Nightmare song. Man, that that first song, Get Up Ten, has been on repeat for. Oh long. my so gosh, that is a phenomenal song. So good, and like it's as like it's not as good as the Meek Mill song because that song is like out of this world. But that's like Get Up Ten is amazing. And then from there, it was like there was not one real bad thing except for the one chance feature. But I, I thought She Bad was eh. Uh, with, with YG. Oh, yeah, I remember that. You had the yeah, I would thing. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. And I then I thought I Do was like, ah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love Sizzle. But I know you the like Sizzle. The production on there was really good. Yeah. I do. But everything else I really, really liked. I liked that she kind of um, kept it thematically strong throughout. Um, kind of touched on the same things. I liked um, that she kind of varied it. She had a song where she was, like, singing. What was that? Uh, Be Careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first one. And it's, it sounds good. And she has, like, songs where she's like, look at me, I'm Cardi B, like how awesome I am. I'm making money, all this stuff. And you're like, yes. It's like hype jam. And then she's got ones where she switches it up and she's, like, talking about her feelings. But still in that same, like, Cardi B, like, in-your-face style. And you're like, oh, she's hitting everything here. And I, I really appreciated that. See, that's what kind of like ties into what I was saying before that I think is the progress that women are making in the industry. Because I think that you shouldn't have to be one of those two things. Like, you should be able to be a woman and come on and be like, like, I'm bad. I make this money. I own this stuff. Like, I'm living that life. And then also have a song and be like, hey, like, I want to get married someday. You're out here cheating on me. Be careful with me, blah, 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 all this stuff. And She's like, like she said, they're starting to kill people like five times on this album. I was like, yikes! You better be careful. Yeah, exactly. That. And then she also talks about like love and her feelings, and I think that that's so great because like you shouldn't have to separate women into like she is this or she is this. The fact that she comes on this album and she gives you your heart, but she's also in your face at the same time well, is is just great. That's what a lot of things love about, or at least like a lot of people fall in love with Cardi B. Her personality is like she's probably one of the most honest artists. Like out there like there's like 
really, she's starting to kind of like, you can see that she's starting to kind of realize that she can't be as honest as she was at one point. Because at one point, she was on, like, it was, it's getting to a point where, like, you could tell Lance, like, well, chill out. Because she used to be like, here's my address, pull up. And then people would be like, there's You're no gonna way. You're going to die. And they'd be like, there's no way she's there. And then this one guy actually. Especially how much of a. This was like She identifies as a blood throughout all this. It's yeah. like, you can't do that. Don't yeah. give your address out. She was like, uh, <laughs> she said pull up. And then like some, they, everybody was like, I don't believe her. She's not there. And then one guy actually showed up just to like for the laughs. And she was there. Like She, <laughs> she was there and he took a picture with her and everything. But yeah, no, Cardi B is like, she bought that that action. She used to be like, yeah. I like, yeah, and she has like all this stuff about how much money she's making now, but then she also like has a lot of references back to like. When she was hum- stripping, yeah. Yeah, like it, when she's stripping, when she was on like Wick and all this stuff where it's like humble beginnings and she's like, there's a good contrast between like that and then where she is now. And I, it was mm-hmm. it's really cool to see. Yeah, Pre-T-Fix Cardi. I think... I saw a lot on reviews was, like, her voice itself is an instrument, which is really interesting because I feel like that's very true in that this listening to her, like, is satisfying in itself, whether she's, like, saying something lyrically superior or not. Her voice is very original. It's very, like, yeah, it breaks through anything you've ever heard before. And uh, that was something that I think is notable throughout. And especially, like... How she jumps from a Latin song to uh, okay, the Latin song was I was like, eh. no, I, I don't. I, was I, I like it as a I was feeling lady. I, I don't love, speak I love Spanish, that song. so I was like, I, I have don't no care. idea what you guys care. are saying. I that started cha cha and speaks then the Spanish verse, and you're like, I was cha cha. I was like, she had me doing the cha cha slide for a second. I was like, oh, I could be in Mexico or somewhere. Yeah, right now at a fiesta, going crazy to this. But then, like, I don't know. She makes like her own sort of thing on Barty or Cardi, you know? Oh yeah. I, I was, she's I got like so much variation. I don't One know why more I thing about I like it though, I really, <laughs> I like LOL. I enjoy that it is in the middle of the album because I think that it stands out because of like the heavy Spanish feature and just the fact that it is kind of islandy and dancey is different than like any other song on the album. You could say maybe that it's. Like, Best Life, Chance Fart is kind of like that, but the whole song throughout is not really like that. Whereas I like it, kind of, I like the how it's sort of a break, like, put there in the middle, where it's just chill and dancey, and then you get back into more of what you expect from yeah. Cardi, because this wasn't necessarily what I expected. I thought that... It didn't stand out in a bad way, but I thought it was different than the other than the other yeah. singles, and I like that it was placed in the middle of the album like that as a little bit of a change by the way the reason people attacked her for be careful was because well it was multiple reasons one of the reasons was uh they like a lot of people were freaking out because they're like oh she has a ghostwriter a co-writer because she like she's uh even well they said i guess a lot of people didn't know she had a co-writer which was weird because like she doesn't hide it like uh her she shouted out her co-writer when she did uh i heart her co-writer just got signed by the well, not just the guy, but he, she wasn't supposed to announce it, but she announced it when she did an interview with the Breakfast Club, which I guess Atlantic was like, "Come on, fam," but like her <laughs> co-writer got signed to Atlantic, and like uh, they found a clip of what the original song was, like the "Be Careful" song, 
and then she took it and like just changed it up and stuff and like added a little like thing to it. And then like also it was like her being with Offset. Offset has had a lot of like it was a video came out with him with another woman. Like the Offset's been caught a few times slipping yeah. in these streets, if you want to say that. <laughs> and she <laughs> made lots of references to like being like, You did it, I can do it too, but I'm not. Yeah, you know. She gotta put a foot on his neck, but Yeah. Offset well, was She's also like, I I'll kill you. you. She's like times. She's like, I'll poison your cereal or something like that. <laughs> that was, like, was like, yeah, that I made me like, go like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's she say? <laughs> drop it like drop it like Kemba. What's she saying in that first one? Something or the second one? She oh, said, drip. Yeah. When he's on drip. <laughs> okay. Which Migo did you say it was that like doesn't get the respect in terms oh, of being takeoff? A, okay, I thought takeoff was the best. Migo's part of that song. He flows on every song really uh, yeah. well. I was like, okay, this is really Look, good, and I've been listening to that song on repeat. That one get up ten because I really, really like takeoff's part. He okay, one. takeoff is the unsung hero of the Migos. Whenever Offset <laughs> goes to jail. He carries for a while. Like, all the early Migos, Hannah Montana, all those, all take off. Then Offset gets out of jail, and then everyone's like, yeah, Offset's the best, or Quavo. <laughs> then Offset goes back to jail, and then Takeoff comes in there and shows, I got these flows, <laughs> Stop, Dude, Stop putting me on the bench. there's one word that I could delete from Offset's vocab, it would be Patek. Yeah. Dude, it's every song. It's yeah. every single song. He's got to talk about his Patek watch or whatever. Anyways, what were you? I think oh, I, I just. This is less about the music, but what is Offset doing? Like, I don't understand. Cardi B is extremely talented, like raw with her feelings, but also bad. She takes care of herself financially. She's out here wanting to start a family, but being independent. She's freaking gorgeous. Maybe like, he's scared. I don't know about y'all. She's so she's so pretty. She's so talented. Why, Offset? What are you doing? Who but, are these other? Why? I just want to know why. <laughs> men are terrible. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> just, okay, but <laughs> this is gonna sound maybe too much of me, but you can ex- sometimes expect that of men with like your everyday relationships. Jay Z cheated this on Beyonce. This is Cardi B. Jay Z literally cheated on Beyonce. There's no. I know. There's Becky. no. With a good hair. Yes, there's nothing. <laughs> any any person. Okay, well, this applies to him too, but these. I'm, I'm always the like this, but I'd this be, is just. I keep I'd listening to this album. I keep being so impressed as her, as not only an artist, but as a woman. And I'm like, Offset, what are you doing, boy? <laughs> Obama's the only one that had me shook if it came out. I'd be like, no. Well, that won't. <laughs> but I like, won't not even think of that happening because. But that relationship just mends my heart every at the, day. <laughs> at the same time, with the uh, Cardi B, the other thing like people like like about her, like she was like one of the first like artists who like would tell artists like or tell people don't do what she does in her song, like mm-hmm. don't don't strip, like go to stay in school because she was in school. Like I think she wanted to be a history major or something like that. Really? Yeah. Like that was not really, what I would expect. Yeah, she's really into history, which is weird. Oh, you wanted oh, to be yeah, a history major for a while, She Tom? was on... Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I identified with Cardi B on anything else other than that. <laughs> she had an interview with GQ when I was reading it, and she was talking about this... Like, she knew a lot about presidents, like yeah, U.S. Franklin presidents. Yeah, Franklin Roosevelt, I yeah. saw that. She yeah. was talking about the New Deal, and they were like, yeah. the New Deal. <laughs> they were like, why is that relevant? She was like, yeah, he fixed America the right way with the New Deal, which was something like, without the New Deal, grandmamas wouldn't even have Social Security. And they were like, what is And then they asked her, like, who's the 19th president? She was like, 
Buchanan or something like that. It was literally weird. I was like, okay, like that's yeah, cool. That's her thing, yeah. yeah. Also, can Fallon not have that? Did you watch that at all? Uh, yeah, I did. The show last, was it last <laughs> night? Yeah. I watched clips this morning. It's bad. Okay, I feel like it's she... It's not her forte. Yeah. First of all, they did that was it, that black box thing. Yeah. Which felt like she didn't... It felt like he didn't prompt her on what they were doing. It seemed like she was confused the whole time. She and then they did that opening monologue, and I was like, this is really weird. It was just a weird show overall. <laughs> I don't... I. I don't like Jimmy, but... You know, I don't like Jimmy either. I, but, yeah. Okay, I, I, there's one other thing I want to say is that, like, she does... She has, like, this really commanding personality, and she kind of scares me. And I was listening to it, and that, that Bickenhead song, Bickenhead. I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> okay. She's a, she is intense you on that song. How, you know how earlier you were talking about part of, like, the women's, like movement in music is because they're they're like free to be open yeah. with their sexuality now when you were talking about that the entire time I was thinking about Bickenhead I was like Bickenhead that, that there, entire song she has that whole line she's there where just, she's like trap she, a man by making him get me pregnant and I was like yeah what which okay is <laughs> is a, a phrase that has been used before but not worded that way and the way she worded it was really clever with the uh very visual yeah but um Oh, I've heard of that before. That's a hey, hey. A lot of things she said, I was like, oh, that's a play that's been yeah, used that before. Third verse was, but it was like the one when she was like uh, told when she was like she wanted Chrissy Teigen and Rihanna. Oh like, my god, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a threesome. Right? <laughs> she was like, she was like, I know a bad B when I see one. So Rihanna, I need a threesome. I was like, Cardi, calm down over there. But yeah, like I said, this like. Like I said, going into this album, like this was the most tame cover she's ever had because, like, that was her other cover. Yeah, I know. I saw. I was looking at pictures of her last uh, last night for the blog, and I was like, "Yikes!" Oh wow. Yeah, like she's she like putting would, it all out there. She I mean, always would go for it, and then wow. this time she. That's why I was like, "Oh, the label's cleaning her up." <laughs> that being said, it is a very memorable. Oh yeah, cover. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's amazing. It's so weird, but in all the right ways. Gave me Missy Elliott vibes. Yeah, but it wasn't, like it, '90s stuff. Yeah, like a I '90s. Yeah. But even I listened to I heard Brodak Yellow again, and I wasn't too mad about it. Yeah, I, like I listened to it all the way through. I didn't I skip like, her. Oh yeah. yeah. But she went. Yeah, she's already gone gold. They're not gonna count her that song in her this weekend sales. She's gonna sell. I think they said she's on track for two hundred thousand. So yeah, and that's without card, uh, counting Bodak Yellow. So that's crazy. That's good for her. Oprah was listening. Yeah, Oprah. I know. I saw that. Which I can't pick. Oprah wasn't listening. I don't believe that. <laughs> she was like, I'm empowering black women. I can't listen. I can't picture Oprah listening to like Bick and Header get upset. <laughs> like. No. In reality, she's like going hard. In reality, that's Oprah's favorite song on the album. Like, I want a threesome, too. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys have anything else to say about Cardi B? Pitchfork gave it an 8.7 out of 10. Yeah, you said that. I was Powerful surprised. Woman. Yeah. It's a really good album. But Pitchfork, like, isn't... They they are know, pretty gruesome. Yeah. They they don't pull any punches. In terms of rap, they stand Kendrick, and that's kind of it. And Jay-Z, they gave 444, like, a 9-something. But Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like Pitchfork. Come on, dude. You didn't give my that one album. I... Get Gone Now has like a six. I was like, yeah. What was that one album that I, what was it that we reviewed? And I know it. Bleachers? No, other than Bleachers. It was one more. 
Oh, AWOL Nation. Oh, you probably oh they weren't even on there. They yeah. weren't even on there. Yeah. And we're like, that's trash. That album's great. And they were like, eh. Yeah, everyone I showed Here Comes the Runs to loved it. I heard, I showed it to one person. They were like, I don't like his voice. AWOL's I was cool. like, I saw oh. them live once. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Was it the Fall Out Boy tour? No, it wasn't. Oh, I saw them when they opened for Winter Winter is coming. Oh, I saw them at Summerfest last year. Um, really, really good live. Yeah, They're no, rock. they have amazing they energy. Lean, they lean into the rock, and I enjoy it. So are we going into? I was gonna say we got we got to do some speed reading here. We're about an hour and a half in. Oh, the rest of these are speed. So we got Rich the yeah. Kid. The world is yours. Eh, I, yeah. that's my feelings too. I was like, flow is good. Beat is good, lyrically, really, really, really simple, and doesn't really differentiate from song to song. Uh, none of the tracks really left an impression on me. New Freezer's good. That's about it. If you're going to name your album after a Nas song, oh, that it can't name. be bad. Wow. That's all I got to say. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, America. Oh, by the way, that meant that I don't like the album, Rich the Kid album. I think that came off yeah. as I liked it. I, no, don't, no. I don't like it. I was wondering uh, what you thought because you thought you'd like no. Rich the Kid a lot. Nope. Okay. Uh, 30 Seconds to Mars came out with America. Okay, I haven't listened to 30, I hadn't listened to 30 Seconds to Mars like ever really, except for that like one track, Mind, that we reviewed like two weeks ago. With uh, Rocky? Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like some indie, like acoustic stuff, and it was like really electronic. Yeah, they so, changed their sound a lot. I think I'll need to go in and listen again with different expectations. They used to be a rock band. That's what I thought. Yeah. And this was like really leaning into like the synth, the synth side. It's like the Maroon 5 move, um, except different. Yeah, I, I just had different yeah, expectations. It's very simple, um, but it's it's kind of like a thing, a strong trend with like these types of groups, these like EDM groups, is that like lyrically it's not anything to sneeze at, but... Everything, but like it's all about the beat. Yeah. So I, I, had, I had totally different expectations going in, so I, I think I need to listen to it again when I can, you know, go in. Yeah. It's definitely okay. It I just There's some it, decent I stuff. I thought they just there. copied like uh, a cover to like Lemon. And then... Yeah. It feels like a we're out there trying to be. Oh, don't take that I as me listening to it. I didn't listen. Also, how saying. long have they been releasing singles for this? Because Walk on Water, which is the opening track. Was, was I think was released oh, months ago because it was it was, was used in college football. Actually, exactly. months was, and yeah. months ago. I recognized I like, it instantly. I was like, "Why do I know this?" I, me too. <laughs> I was <laughs> so like, I, I got a Google Genius page, and it was like used in this, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "I've definitely heard that like twenty times," and yeah. I was like, oh, "Wow!" Did not even know it was Thirty Seconds to Mars yeah, at the time. Either. That's a good song. So, uh, Jared Leto, good luck in your life. Uh, <laughs> Jared Leto, <laughs> please don't be the Joker me. again. <laughs> Revamp the songs of Elton John and Bernie Taupin. Taupin. I don't, I don't. I honestly don't know who Bernie Taupin. Must be his writer. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this is a cover album of all of Elton John's greatest hits. Tribute. Tribute. Yeah, that'd be the right. Um, I did not know this was even a thing. I didn't either. I just oh. got dropped on in a surprise. Um, I'm not gonna say it was bad. It was definitely hit or miss on each song. Uh, I here's the thing. I think that they Especially were especially the. The Benny and the Jets was remix horrible. Oh my god! Pink and I hated Logic it. On it. Pink and lo- oh, I'm not listening. And it had quote. dubstep sounds. And okay. was like, I that, was the, that was the only song that I, I thought was it. like terrible. Yeah, you did. No, I, song, I was gonna say. But the album is called Revamp, so it's like let's bring something new. I was like, that's too new. You just like redid the song, yeah. and I was like, what? It, it was just butt. 
And then uh, (laughs) they did remake Candle in the Wind uh, really well. That was the Ed Sheeran cover. Um, There was another good one. The Florence and the Machine cover of Tiny Dancer was pretty cool. I thought, so here's the thing. The Band of the Jets was was not good. No. The other one I was, like, interested in was, I shouldn't say I was interested in them all, but the other one I was like, this one is really hit or miss, could be, was Jungle Breaking My Heart. Which I thought that they With just... Q-Tip and Demi Lovato, Which I yeah. felt like she did yeah, not yeah, yeah. bring the energy to whatsoever. It was a very weird that deal. I enjoyed that, though, actually. I, I was... Every, everything else... She makes music. Everything else was like a cover, but it was like... They were trying for exactly the same thing that Elton John was. Like, it wasn't revamping it. It was just like a cover. Except yeah. for there was... Um, there was the Queens of the Stone Age song, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, I really mm-hmm. ju- I really liked. And then um, the Miley Cyrus, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, yeah. which I thought were both ones that took it and then did something, brought something new to the table instead of just like doing the same song. I enjoyed the Lady Gaga. That uh, one was really good too, too actually. I yes. was really upset about not enjoying Benny and the Jets one because, first of all, Benny and the Jets is a banger. So, <laughs> the original. So yeah, yeah yes, the yes. original. So if you're if you're, <laughs> <This one. laughs> if you're if you're gonna mess with that song, you've got to do it well, or else like don't touch it. And I was also upset because I really love both Logic and Pink as artists. Like she might be, I guess a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might be a little bit of old news in the industry, but if we're gonna talk about women who made movements in music industry, yeah. Pink will always be relevant. She was one of the first that I feel like to be completely like open with like the women in sexuality movement. She was so much of that. So I really enjoy both of those people as artists and I enjoy that original song. So I just feel like I was let down on many a front by that. What about the killers song? With, it was mo- uh, it was a cover of Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter's. I thought it was good. I I, think, I liked that I a think, lot. Uh, um, what's his name? Brand- Brandon Flowers. That's is that is. Yeah, I think so. His voice was like really, really different. Really, from I thought it was other stuff. And I thought it was really fit well with the song. Yeah, and then uh, the Mary J. Blige cover of also Sorry like seems to be the, the Sam Smith was song was like how mm. how what better a person to sing that song? Yeah. Fantastic cover. These are all pretty damn good. What? Wait, what did you guys say that you felt about Tiny Dancer? I liked it a lot. I liked it. I liked Florence it's, and the Machine. It's hard for me oh, to I not like be well. biased because I love Florence and the Machine. Yeah. So, like, anytime <laughs> she sings anything, I'm like, yes, you holy angel, keep singing. Did you enjoy it then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I feel like because of her voice, that was the perfect artist to put on a track totally like agree. Tiny Dancer. Yeah. It, she hit. Yeah, yeah. So that was my thing is I was like, a lot of these songs are really, really good. I mean, you're taking Ellen John's song, which is already fantastic, and they're putting someone with a fantastic voice on it, but mm-hmm. it's not bringing anything new. That's why I, I felt like um, the Miley Cyrus one was different because she, like, brought a different intensity to the song um, than Ellen John did. Like, Ellen John is good at his own right, but she brought, like, it's it's much, not mellow, but it's l- definitely less, like, intense. And Miley Cyrus was like, belting it out on every single verse mm-hmm. and I was like that's new that's a revamp that's what I like um, and then I don't know if you guys listen to Queens of the Stone Age at all but I do yeah yeah um, I don't remember this song actually I thought it was one of the better covers for like purpose of the album like revamping it but staying true to the original um, I thought it was really good um, had like that rocky feel and then that guy's voice yeah. is like really really um, I listen unique it reminds me of their last uh, it's rem- like have you listened to like Clockwork I haven't. I, I'm a big fan of like. This is gonna sound super hipster, but I'm a really. I'm a big fan of like their early 
the early stuff like uh, like Era Vulgaris. I, I like uh, well, I really really like uh, what's it Rated R and yeah. Songs for the Deaf Songs are like the phenomenal albums to me. Um, but I haven't listened a whole lot outside of their recent stuff, which I know people love. But it's also I've listened a little bit, and it's like a different sound for sure. They got a lot slower. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. Anyways, uh, good weird album, mm-hmm. and then we have uh, a lot of. I saw a lot of talk about this album, Haley Kyoko's uh, Expectations. I don't know if you guys saw a lot about it, but I didn't. Really? I, I thought I didn't. I looked at her Spotify page, and I saw that she only had like two point. Three million monthly listeners, and I was kind of shocked by that because I thought she was relatively. I mean, that's nothing to. That's not like a small number or anything, but I thought she was way more present in the pop genre. So, do you remember her at all? Like, you know where she's I, from? I, I heard. I feel like I heard one of her EPs over the summer. So, did you watch Disney Channel at all? No. I mean, did you ever watch Lemonade Mouth? No. No. Okay. No I went here to watch Lemonade Mouth. I know what it is, but I never watched it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, I mean, you always talk about me that I didn't have a cape when I was a kid. She didn't either. So there's that. When I was like 10 to 13, I grew up on MASH and I Love Lucy reruns on the VCR. Was she one of the the band members? Yes, she was in Lemonade Mouth, the 2010 original Disney Channel movie. And she was uh, like a cool kid. And, you know, eight years later, she's now dropping her EP and is like... Grant, the OG fan, and it's, and it's over here. I also yeah. didn't realize that this was this is her debut album, isn't it? Yes. And I was surprised by that too, because she's been making music for like what two years? Like Co- yeah, a couple yeah. Like several years. Yeah. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I just wanted to talk about it because yeah, I saw it on social media a lot. It's always those Disney stars. Those damn Disney stars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even the ones that come up out of nowhere and mm-hmm. get you. <laughs> uh, other albums that we missed were a lot. I wanted to talk real quick about uh, Alice in Wonderland. Oh. There's a uh, track on there that you might have heard of with Trippy Red. Hi. No? I don't know. I probably have. I'm shocked that you <laughs> didn't listen to the Trippy Red track. Uh, it was a good album. Alice in Wonderland's an Australian DJ producer, and she actually sung on a lot of these songs, and they were really good. It's called Awake. I recommend you listen to it. And then I listened to this uh, group named Her. No, you heard of them before? Oh, is it the... H-E-R? No, that's a single person. It's one person? Mm-hmm. Do you know about the them? The girl, yeah. Was it a girl? Yeah. Are we talking about different people? That's... We might be, but that's literally why I was like, are we not gonna... I thought we were gonna maybe say something, but... Let me see. Is it a, No, it's two guys. Oh, then it's okay, two it's different, different ones, different, then. Different people, then. Uh, they're a debut band. It's a two guys. They're good. I don't know. That's kind of all I got for this week. There's also a, a Rick Ross thing that came out. Blah. Uh, also, this is a her. Possibly annoying comment, but uh, oh, that's different. That Frankie hers? Cosmos coming out with that vessel. Vessel. Album. I listened to it. I enjoyed Here's it. Here's the thing. This isn't about the album at all, but as an OG Twenty One Pilots fan, I would like nobody else to name their album Vessel. Please and thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. We also got uh, we finally we finally got total Xanarchy from Diego. Zanarchy. I mean Lil Xan. Lil Xan scares me. Did you? Whoa! What? <laughs> Not his music. <laughs> He's the least fearsome person his I've ever look. seen him. No, he, no, 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 no. no. If I see two Lil no, Xan. I'm walking me. the same way. <laughs> part of part of this. <laughs> That's the way you I'm put it. I'm going. Where is he possibly going? Part of to? the fear comes from the fact that it looks like. That he looks like a little kid. Okay. Because it's like, 
I'm is really he? young, He's but I'm really 20s. messed up already. And what's going on with his hair? What's going on with anything? The smile. He when he smiles, like, I feel like he should be in some He's like. 21. Do you remember the Gratai Saga? guy? He looks like the Gratai Saga guy. Remember? I only like one song by him. I know that vine. I know yeah. exactly. Okay, yeah. Tom Hurd. I know. This, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot look like at him. this album cover and tell me that that yeah. man looks like one. I honestly don't think I've ever seen Lil Xan before, and I honestly did not even think that was him. I thought that was just some. Does person. that scare you? Is that is that young man fearsome to you? I'm not. Did I ever say fearsome? No, I did not. I said it scared. Okay, maybe a better word is that he I, makes me uncomfortable. I, I can see that. Uncomfortable. First of all, he looks like he's like 16. I guess you just he said he's in a, his 20s. He's up. 21, yeah. But he looks like some like I don't know. He just looks like a teenager that's doing he's too many f- drugs, and I just don't. Me well, actually, the weird, the neck, man. the neck collar tattoo, the but then having nothing underneath do it. He doesn't do drugs. Yeah. He doesn't That's do That's why he's drugs. changing his name to Diego. That's why he's little Zan, because the, and the ironic thing is... Are those grills or golden teeth? What a, I don't... They're grills, but that's the ironic part. He doesn't do Xanax. He used to, and then okay, they were like, well, we're going to call the name, you little Zan. And from the like, name and the look, anymore. I got drugs. Maybe that's yeah, not he doesn't the do case. Them. He used to. He that's used to, what I got. When he used, he used to be a cameraman, and then like... He got in a booth one time, and the guy who was, like, on this album, like, I don't know, it's like something canon, was like, dude, you should do music. And he's like, you know what? You do so many Zans, we're going to call you Lil Zan. Then he stopped doing Zans, so he just kept going by Lil Zan. Rocking that, like, neck tattoo that looks like a collar, except for there's no tattoos above or below it. Yeah. I don't care for him at all. Me neither. I'm just trying to prove my point. You don't like betrayal? Amir came at me, and no. I'm just saying Lil Xan makes me uncomfortable. He's it didn't say fearsome. <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs> I said he made me we uncomfortable. All, we also have um, an album from uh, The Vaccines, who I like, and I listened yes, to the album. I, I love was, The Vaccines. It was a good album. There's also an album from Rainbow Kitten Surprise, which I have yet to listen to, but I like I Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yes. Okay. Indie, rock. Uh, they're like a right. very Evil. like indie. I wouldn't say any rock, but they're like soft rock, maybe. Okay. Holly Euclid dropped it. a song too. I don't know if you know who she is. Oh she, yeah, we have. Oh yeah, Kelly I Euclid's. do know Rainbow Can Surprise. She frequents. Cocaine Jesus is a jam. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that, Cocaine um, Jesus is a yeah. good one. That's everything. They don't have a weak album. Um, so those are not all the albums that came out. There's also some other ones, but you can find all that, and you can find um, all the singles, including the ones, especially the ones that we highlighted on our blog which is notablepodcast.wordpress.com that'll be up at noon on the day that this comes out you can go and check that out we'll put that link out on our twitter which is at notablepod um yeah. yeah so you can find the blog there you can find the link to the episode as well uh, on our twitter tom's article about why little pump is a genius i haven't written it yet it's coming he's, he's gonna <laughs> drop it on it's too. on the way he's dropping it on friday folks He's cooking it. Oh, you put me, you put me there. <laughs> He's dropping on Friday. He didn't want to announce it yet, but I'm just gonna announce it for him. He's dropping on Friday. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I am, but we'll see. There's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. Um, a lot of albums that we didn't get a chance to, like Dorothy album. I still haven't talked about um, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, The Vaccines. Um, yeah. Uh, all albums that I'd like to talk about uh, on the blog at some point um, that we didn't get a chance to talk about. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for this episode. I'm Grandpa Matier. I'm Emir Bankston. Hannah Stark. I'm Tom Delore, and uh, we'll see you next week.